0: this is the policy of this podcast I'm your host John Schwabish. welcome back to the show this week I'm excited to have the federal director at Socrata Ken Malero Ken welcome to the show
1: hey John how are you I'm thanks doing for great. having me
0: yeah thanks for coming how are, how are things there good excellent busy uh, busy all the time busy yeah, here absolutely great <laughs> um, well let me ask you to maybe uh, introduce yourself for those folks who who may not have uh, heard of you may not have heard of Socrata maybe you can talk a little about yourself a little bit about Socrata and then uh, I'm gonna pepper you with questions about open data.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Well, uh, again, thanks for having me, John. I'm uh, Ken Malera, the federal director of Socrata. Uh Socrata's a small business. We're based out of Seattle. Um, I'm based out of uh, Washington, D.C. We've got a nice little office here with about 30 people in it. And we focus on uh, open data and performance management. Um, so really focused on taking data uh, putting it and helping governments make it more consumable uh, for wide audiences, so uh, citizens uh, media journalists, researchers, scientists, uh, and other folks that want to take data and really um, really understand it and present it in a way that 's um, uh, important to them
0: now your focus mostly on federal mm-hmm. federal government uh, mm-hmm clients, but what about uh, uh, Socrata more generally? I mean, do you have folks doing sort of private sector, doing nonprofits, all all those different groups, and are they all sort of split up?
1: Well, so we uh, at Socrata focus on government. Okay. Uh, So government of all levels, so cities, counties, states, uh, federal, uh, like I run, and we also support uh, NGOs, multilaterals, nonprofits. Uh, We actually don't sell the commercial. Um, so we really do feel like it's it it's it's a government uh focused business
0: right and do you or does Socrata i guess more generally have a philosophy as it were about mm-hmm. how to open data and what open data means
1: mm-hmm. yeah, so we you know we truly believe at Socrata that it's the mission of government to kind of lead society in using data to transform uh, how they're servicing uh, citizens. Um, you know, governments of all these different sizes are in a position to, to lead and use kind of within the organizations uh, their own natural resources. And, and, and we view data as this natural resource. And where you know governments have traditionally taken things like water and turned into, it turned it into utility, uh, electricity, transportation, and really harnessed that power to uh, use it to fuel the economy for the next generation, we feel like data is that next natural resource for them and so our philosophy is is you know government taking this data making it a utility and bringing better quality of life you know uh, improving economic impact to uh, to cities and states and, and localities and doing all of this by really becoming more operationally efficient mm-hmm. and in and, and what they're doing modernizing kind of their digital government
0: And you finding working with uh, federal agencies that are folks reluctant to do that? I mean, I know having mm-hmm. worked at a federal agency for a long time, I sort of know uh, there was some reluctance to put data out in different ways and, and there's always these sorts of restrictions on, on whether you can put things out. Are you finding that there, those are the biggest challenges when it comes to open data? Is it, is it the personnel or is it technology or or is it just a culture of organizations?
1: You know, it's, it's a variety of things. You know, one is, um, you know, quality quality of the data Mm -hmm. there there you know the thought is always oh my data is not good enough to go out right Mm -hmm. Um, there may be things like it it you know it doesn't have proper metadata or it's not in a standard format Um, and so they have you know initial concerns the stakeholders internally the data owners don't want to put that data out there because of those things other things are more Around privacy right mm-hmm. um, you know their their sensitivity towards what data should go out there and what shouldn't, but I think at the end of the day, I think it's kind of you know a lack of use cases because at the end of the day it, there needs to be a reason that they're putting the data out there and it needs to be impacting something, and you know is the data good enough to go out or or do we even need to put data out there? It's uh-huh. the question, and so those are you know those are really the challenges that we see within within federal agencies. I, I mean, really all all gov- government organizations.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think in in my experience, there's sort of this idea that open data meant posting Excel files, mm-hmm. and you know, I think that's you know, and, and I think for for many agencies, that traditionally has probably been fine. Uh, mm-hmm. because the people who were using the data probably just wanted an Excel file or, mm-hmm. you know, a Stata file or SAS or some statistical package. But now mm-hmm. things, you know, the sort of the data visualization tools and open source software are sort of changing the way people interact with data. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not sure whether those tools are sort of making their way into these government agencies quite yet.
1: I think, I think it's coming about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I think... Uh, a lot of these agencies are realizing that in order to have people take the data and use it in a way that's you know impactful to them they have to they have to understand that user right so yeah. they they build these now you know there there's a great movement around to build user personas and build a persona for these different um type of experiences that are being built and so and 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 now these government agencies have to not only provide the data, but they need to provide it in a in a in a good experience. Either it be some dashboard or some API or some website or some app. You know, not everyone's going to understand the data in and the context around that data in one certain way. Right. And so, um, for it, you know, if they do that, then the ability one to. For that government to be impactful and 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 kind of lead um, uh, you know increases
0: so when you when you sit down with an agency is do you spend a lot of time you know do you do you sit down with them and talk about their audience like who they're mm-hmm. thinking about specifically
1: absolutely so here at socrata i mean we start everything from the user persona. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start by understanding who's going to use the data, what questions are they trying to answer from that data, and we work our way back to a solution. Mm-hmm. Because at, because really um, what's so important is Whether that data that's being opened or used is going to be impactful for the question is—is—is it really going to answer their question? Yeah. Right. And and we—I mean—we don't feel like being open data. Right. It doesn't help anyone to just open it open data up. Yeah. Just to have a bunch more data out there, Um, you know, it, it really needs to tie to what the user's trying to get done. And so, you know, we build products that way. Um, our products are built for specific user personas. And when we sit down with a federal agency, we do the exact same thing. We understand, is it, is it an advocacy group? Is it, um, you know, a government user? Is it a researcher a scientist? Is it a media person? Is it Congress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, who's, who's actually needing this data? Who's actually pulling it? So we could we can develop a great solution for them and a great experience, right?
0: Yeah, no, that's that's really interesting, and I think what what I think a lot of folks are seeing is a sort of movement from data that you really couldn't get that wasn't really readable mm-hmm. either to machines or humans, like mm-hmm. buried in PDFs and text files, and then we've moved to this machine-readable world in which mm-hmm. you can scrape things down or you can use platforms like Socrata or other sorts of platforms.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: one of the things that I I always find interesting is a lot of these platforms, a lot of these open data. Portals, either Socrata or custom things or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they tend to have uh, definitions and variable names that are just completely uh, impossible to read mm-hmm. and understand. So you mm-hmm. end up with like, you know, you know, mm-hmm. the variables are like V one two nine four three yeah. A. Right, you're like, right, right. like, well, Okay. So, you know, where where do where do you, do you sort of see a movement in open the open data? I don't know if I'll call it a movement, maybe a movement, I don't know. The open data <laughs> field is like moving more towards this idea of if we're going to make data truly open, it needs to be truly open for even the like most casual user.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, step one was just, as you said, breaking them out of PDF. Mm-hmm. Step two was making them machine-readable, getting them into an API. Step three is providing raw access to that, right? And so, yes, you'll download these things or, or look at these tables of data in a platform like ours or others, and you'll see you know, columns and variables all, all different, but it's the context that wraps that that adds the the understanding to that data, right? Yeah. And so if you start to wrap that in a really easy-to-use app or a really easy-to-use dashboard or a wonderful visualization, as you're familiar with, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it just adds an understanding to that, right? Where... Where a developer may want the raw data and they want an API to the site, my dad doesn't want that. Right, right. <laughs> you know, my dad wants to come to a site where he sees a beautiful, you know, infographic with big lettering that says, you know, this is why this, um, you know, capital project is happening in mm-hmm. my neighborhood across the street. Yeah, and that's why the road is torn up. Right, right. And and he just and he, and it's presented to him in a way that he just instantly intuitively knows what that is yeah um, and then you know on the city and the state and and uh, and the and the local side it's really about driving a better economy and driving a, a better improved quality of life within those cities so the push there is it, it really is taking that data and making it more of like a utility just mm-hmm. like water or electricity or transportation you get it from the government and it just helps you in your everyday life it improves your life right
0: yeah yeah interesting so uh, do you find that um these organizations or agencies that they're interested in sort of opening their data internally as well
1: Sort of, you know, there's
0: this sort of siloing effect that a lot of places mm-hmm. have. Is there? Do you guys spend a lot of time working on just opening data so that people mm-hmm. within the organizations can share them and view them more easily?
1: Yeah, absolutely. On and um, especially within federal, so you you have a lot of agencies that they're trying to focus more on data sharing, and um, you know, they're they're looking at specific experiences for internal uses. So for them. Uh, things like dashboards and easy rolled up tables and infographics to brief, uh, you know, an executive or, or Congress or the Hill, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense for them. And, and, and that's what they're pushing towards. Right. But interestingly enough, you know, at Socrata, we service over 300 plus governments around the world. And our analytics on those government sites are that 60% of the use of that data is by internal people, huh. you know so it's, it's actually every time we, we stand up a, um, an open budget app and we put the, the city's budget data online for public consumption, 60 percent of the users coming to that are actually internal accountants yeah. for the city saying, "Oh, now I can understand." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the budget. And so it's it's so it's interesting, you know. External users want, you know, it's more targeted towards developers and APIs and things like that for those communities of interest. But um, but they need they need understanding and they need context and they need a great experience around the data as well.
0: Right, right. Really interesting. Yeah, those, those internal challenges, I, I would suspect, are one of, the, one of the bigger challenges organizations face. I mean, I know mm-hmm. <laughs> just or um, I'm not at Urban Institute, we have constant conversations about how do we get people sort of on a similar uh, basis for sharing and using data. Because people have different experience and different expertise. And, mm-hmm. you know, I may not know that the guy two floors up is, you know, really knows how to use this data set. And right. um, it's not so much necessarily about opening the data per se, just opening sort of the knowledge base.
1: Yeah, and it's it, exactly it's it's making it easier to use, right? Yeah, easier to use, understand, yeah. right? So, yeah.
0: what? So, sort of a, a global philosophical question. So, what sure. do you think makes a an effective open data policy? Either, mm-hmm. well, I guess maybe, and okay. So, let me ask this: So, what makes an effective open data policy either internally or externally? Whether those
1: whether there are differences between the two? Mm. Well. Um, I mean, there's the traditional open, uh, I don't know, traditional, but uh, what's led us into this whole open data market space, uh, it's really been these open data policies um, coming to governments of all different sizes. And, you know, it started on with the open data mandate on the federal side, uh, but now a lot of states and cities uh, as well are adopting their own open their own open data policies. Mm-hmm. And they're usually around... Um, You know, things that we recommend are, are one, having clear and measurable goals, right? Um, So why are you even launching an open data program? Um, What are you trying to achieve? Um, How are you going to measure that, the performance of that, once you get it out there? Um, So just because you open up a data set for, I don't know, potholes in your city, does it really affect anything? right? Uh, Is it going to make an impact? Is it going to improve the quality of life of those citizens? Um, And then, you know, and and open data policies are great tools for getting stakeholder buy-in internally. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the policy might be a bridge for establishing working groups, or engaging stakeholders and data owners within a larger agency. So in federal, if you have lots of different data owners in different departments and things, and you can use the policy across the agency to bring those people together internally, right, mm-hmm. to open and share that interest uh, and those understandings and those knowledge of the guy two floors down that knows the data and, and you two floors up that don't. Right. Um then you know the policy could be a tool for that and yeah. and um, you know we have uh, on the Socrata website we've got something called the open data field guide it's got uh, you know it's it's like open data policy in a box mm-hmm. which is great um, so folks can look at that uh, also sunlight um, has um, uh, sunlight Foundation has uh, the open data policy guidelines which which is uh, which was also uh, put out there for, for some guidance, which is great. So there, you know, there's a bunch of resources out there and right. guiding that. Yeah,
0: great. Well, I'll put those. Uh, I'll put those up on the site so people can take a look. Well, yeah. um, this is great. Well, thanks for coming on. So, what else do we have going on? Uh, you guys have a uh, summit coming up, right? in the fall. Yeah, yeah.
1: We have um, our annual summit. It's uh, called our customer uh, summit. And it's, um, this year is going to be big. It's going to be on October 26th and 27th in the uh, Reagan Center in, in Washington, D.C. And we're, we're going to have about uh, 400 customers uh, from all across the world uh, that are working on open data, gather, um, open data and performance management. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have some great speakers. I mean, we'll have uh, some great open data leaders, uh David Eaves is coming back. Stephen Goldsmith, Ben Wellington, and others, and then we've got some great customers from cities, counties, states, federal agencies, and and others, and 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 even some people from the hill uh, uh, popping in to say hello. So right. there'll be a lot of great conversation between customers on cool. Open Data. Yeah,
0: cool. Should be great. Um, all right. Well, um, this has been great. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show, Ken. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Anytime. I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite.
0: Yes. And thanks to everyone for listening. If you have comments or questions or suggestions for guests, please let me know. You can send me an email or hit me up on Twitter, or you can visit the website at policyviz.com. And I am John Schwabish, and this has been the Policy Viz Podcast. Thanks so much for listening.